Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into this week's episode of 100% Real with Bearded and Boom. This week, we're going to cover the new uh, eighth inning program in MLB The Show, as well as all of the uh, XP reward path and all that fun stuff coming in. Uh, we'll break down the program, the bosses ahead, of course, with uh, new player programs, uh, divisional series events, and uh, everything MLB The Show. Also, we're going to talk about some more MLB playoffs, uh, NL and ALCS championship series time and baseball. And boy, is it get it's heating up. Uh, we're also going to talk about all the uh, Week 6 NFL action and preview Week 7. Uh, again, this podcast, we apologize, is being recorded a couple of days ahead, so we will give you the uh, final. We're, we'll break down the uh, Thursday night football action between the uh, Cleveland Browns and the Denver Broncos this week. NHL's in full swing. We'll catch up on the week that was for the New York Rangers and the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, but first, let me tell you that you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. You can also uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at Bearded and Boom. That's Bearded N, capital N, Boom. Uh, as well as me, Dylan, on Twitter and Twitch at Boom Shakalaka, and my co-host, Chris, on Twitter and Twitch at Bearded Spartan. Without further ado, let me bring in Chris here. And uh, Chris, how you doing? I'm good, man. How about you? Uh, I feel much better. Uh, The (laughs) the whole reason why we uh, are recording this a little bit late is because uh, me and Baby Boom came a little under the weather this week. So uh, for all the listeners, we apologize. We'll pump this out as quickly as possible. and We'll be back uh, on our regularly scheduled uh, recording schedule next week. So yes, um, it's really good, though, because we get to break down a lot more that happened this week. Yeah, I mean, it kind of worked out. Yeah, we're essentially almost covering about two weeks of content. So that's that's pretty cool. kind of cool um, it's, it's so so yeah hopefully i don't sound as uh nasally as i did the last couple of days so <laughs> <laughs> oh man you sound you so, sound good <laughs> so yeah I, i'm feeling much better so that's good, good. um so we'll jump right in eighth right. inning uh eighth inning program and that will be the show uh yes. I, th- this one's a doozy this, uh, this was a nice one i was so pleasantly surprised i think it was the day after we sent out the last episode they dropped the first inning boss, which was 99 milestone, 300 strikeout club card, Chris Sale. Yes. Uh, which I was feared for because I cannot hit Chris Sale cards to I save know. my life. Doesn't matter what I. game, in what mode. It really doesn't matter. Um, so 99 overall, Chris Sale is into the game. Four seam slider, circle change, yeah. sinker. Uh, 110 stamina, 101 hits per nine, and 121K per nine. Uh, Chris, what do you think about that card? Just Just it's, looking at those stats. It's going to be scary. Uh, like it's going to be scary on the lower levels. The only problem is like when we get to the upper levels with that hits per nine being only one Oh one, I don't know how well that's going to work out for you. Um, it, it kind of sucks, but I mean, it kind of goes with the theme that we've been seeing, like the, the no hitter ones, their hits per nine are higher strikeout clubs or strikeouts are higher than their hits per nine. So, I mean, right. it goes with the trend and, yep. uh, I mean, it's it's going to be a decent card. I think it's going to work very well. Um, yeah. The thing is, I think he has pretty decent control too. Yes, if yes, I remember he does. correctly. Yeah, so, so his uh, that, his fastball and a circle change, I believe, had ninety nine control. Yeah. Also, his circle change and his uh, has ninety nine break. I believe his slider yeah. has ninety five. So he's definitely a control card. Yeah. Um, so, so I think for pinpoint pitchers, I think yeah. it's they're they're going to work out well than those better I, than those analog pitchers. I, I think even to like getting into the higher levels, just with his control that he has, I think it's going to be a lot easier to use than some of the other ones that had the lower hits per nine yes. because his control is so high. Right. Right. And, 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 I, and I totally agree. 
Uh, you know, the one on one hits per nine, the, the PCI is going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah. But I think on the flip side, with all that control, I think it's going to be a little bit easier to uh, hit your spots, yeah, no matter what like size the PCI. Uh, and especially for me, hitting my spots is the biggest thing, uh, you know, when I've been starting to play in Hall of Fame. So uh, yes. for me, I if this was any other program with any other uh, with, if this say was last, if he came out last program, I probably yes. would have taken Chris Sale. I, uh, and yeah. or or taking Hank Aaron and bought Chris Sale, which might be the case here uh, as we get uh, along. Yeah, uh, I, I, I agree with you the, after we saw the other two. So <laughs> so the other two bosses, uh, we have 99 overall MVP shortstop from 1958, Ernie Banks. Yeah, that, this, this one kind of nice came one. as a surprise. I, I kind of had yeah. you kind of forgot about Ernie Banks for a while. Oh. He was the uh, Chicago yeah. Cubs uh, collection, a uh, live series yeah. collection reward, and yeah. that was all that you heard about. Him. Yeah, it was a it was a 96 card, I believe his was. And it, it was a good card. It, yeah, it was a great. It, card. It was nice. And it, it had a lot of a lot of good attributes. But like mm-hmm. with with the the hint that they gave us that they bring the nicknames and 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 the uh, the what was it? The the speed or, or the something heat, like the that. The nicknames the and the power. The, heat, the nickname and the power. So I, I'm trying to think of nicknames and speed and power and stuff. I just I I I didn't really think of Ernie Banks first. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I don't know much about Ernie Banks' career, but uh, the card's a pretty nice card, though. It's yeah. uh, 103 contact right, 114 yep. contact left. Uh, he's got that good power versus right, 122 power right, 102 power left with 92 fielding, so he's a diamond fielder over there at shortstop. Yes. I mean, uh, and again, it's, it's just going to be an all-around good card. Isn't that the only, is that the, his only position, too, is shortstop, or can he switch I believe... I think he was a single... Yeah, I, th- I think he's I a single correctly. position, but I will double check really quick. Okay. Um, um, while you're doing that, I'll keep going. Um, mm-hmm. So the next one that came out was 99 Milestone 300 Club. Was that, th- was that 300 or 3030? Is that what you meant? It's 300, 300 Club. 300, 300. That's right. Because he had, wow. um, because it's his uh, 660 yeah. home runs and he also had 338. Stolen bases in his career. Uh, one more note insane. on Ernie Banks: so he has does have one secondary position at first base or third oh. base. Excuse me. Oh, so he can play. Well, third that's base. different from his uh, his life series reward card because he didn't have a secondary position. Right. That's nice. So, but yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, we have uh, we we have Willie Mays here. Um, <laughs> finally, the the say hey kid Willie Mays. Yeah. So they, there's uh-huh. the nicknames for you. Um, yeah, there you and go. this card is probably one of the best hitting outfielders I, in the game right now. Um, yeah. him, him and Hank are real close with this. Yeah, so he's got uh, 117 contact right, 118 contact left, 113 power right, and 123 power left. Uh, threw in his fielding stats here because they're absolutely ridiculous. 99 oh, fielding, insane. 96 arm, 98 accuracy. 99 reaction with on top of 94 speed right so this is an outfielder that if you like defense in your outfield you're gonna definitely want uh you know righty righty power is kind of middle of the road i would say uh 113 yeah I, as far I as some of the other end game uh you know fielding card or end game right. cards that are out there but right. I think the fielding definitely helps. Obviously, oh, yeah. it's Willie Mays, who's got a great swing. And the great thing about this card that was different from his card last year is this card has a secondary of first base. So That's he can right. play yes. center, left, and right, and he can also play first base. So if your outfield's yep. a little crowded and you yeah. still want that kind of that, you know, that sort of diamond fielding at first base, 
Go yep. ahead, put Willie Mays over there. Yeah, because, I mean, he's got first base, he's normal position center field, and I believe he can play the full outfield positions. Yes, he's a primary center fielder. Yeah, but so, I mean, just his fielding stats and with the speed and stuff, just, yeah, that's insane. It's, it's, one of the, it's, it's one of the better cards. In my, in my opinion, it's end game. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, it just depends on how your outfield set up or, you I know, you, even that. then you could put it at first base. Um, so there's, there's, oh, there is that, yeah. um, well, I can tell you that's the card I'm taking when I get there. Right. Right. But it, it might is. be one of those things where you get him and you buy Chris sale too. You know, it just depends on the yeah, prices. Obviously I'm, in the first I'm week, gonna gonna be save up. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to save up and get all of them just like I have right, been. Right. But Willie Mays is going to be my free pick for sure. Definitely. I mean, uh, so we also have some, uh, yes. some henchman packs here, a uh, yep. hundred thousand XP choice pack. You do have. Uh, 95 overall, 2018 Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell. Yeah. Uh, you also have a 95 overall prime Ryan Klesko. Ryan Klesko makes his uh makes his little uh one card appearance in yeah. MLB the show this year. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, and then the uh the third uh, henchman pack uh, henchman card is 95 milestone 300 save club Troy Percival. So uh, those realistically none of them really stood out to me. So it's more no. for collections in my opinion. Yep. I'd agree uh, with that. I'm not going to lie to you. I sold mine. Yeah, but in this next uh, choice pack, there is definitely, I think, a, a clear better card of the of the uh, three. Yes. Uh, it's the 175,000 XP choice pack with all three are finest cards. We have 95 overall yeah. finest from 2019. Mitch Garver. Mitchie Garver makes an appearance. Yes. And this was a damn good card a couple of years ago. I'll tell you that. You, that I, card, this this nice was... Now. This was my end game catcher when this card came out. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. now, obviously, at that point, it was a 99. But yeah. um, you also have also from 2019 finest 95 overall Brian Anderson. Yep. A, a solid card for the Miami Marlins. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but this is the anything. Yeah. This is the clear, this. the clear, the clear winner here. 96 yeah. finest uh, from 2018. Blake Trinan. Yeah. He's got 118 hits per nine with a sinker cutter combo. Yeah. All you can ask for in a bullpen arm at this oh, point, God, he yeah. is 100% going into my bullpen, and I for will sure. hopefully dominate with him on Hall of Fame. So I, I hope so, dude, because this card looks amazing. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it works out for you. Uh, so along with that, so that's the eighth inning program. Yes. You also have a Field of Dreams pack. You've got a Home Run Derby pack. You've got a lot of packs in there. A 90 yeah. plus uh, Live Series pack in there uh once you get to 650,000 xp uh so do your missions grind out your grind out your xp get yeah. your wins you do everything worth you got to do worth uh, it they also dropped the divisional series program yes so at uh 30 points you get 98 overall jose abreu yep 40 points is 98 overall rowdy telez good power on that card i'd like that card 50 points 98 overall randy Arozarena. that's good a speed. good one too. good yeah. outfielder right there 90 or 60 points. You get 98 <laughs> overall. Jack Tober, Jack Peterson. I love that card, man. That, that's big, almost as good as his home run derby card with the power. Big cock Jack, as he's known as. Yeah. Uh, 70 points. You get 98 overall. Julio Urias, who again had the another lefty. has has had some great yeah. starts in in the postseason. Uh, yeah. 80 points. You get 98 overall. Lance McCullers Jr. Good yeah. solid card. Yes, it is. 90 points. You get 99 overall. Logan Webb. That's a good card too. And the I guess the program oh. reward card oh. per se. Yes. Uh is 99 overall Kike Hernandez, which when the program came out, oh. the card was good. Yes. And then he started doing what he was doing in the uh in the yeah. uh, LCS and they gave this card even more good stats. Yes, so they buffed they, they buffed this card. 
Oh, they did. So his buff stats are 125 contact versus right, 119 contact left, 119 power right, 119 or 111 power left with 90 vision. I can tell you, I put this in my online lineup at third base. I have yet to not hit a home run with him. Yeah, I'm batting a thousand with him with six home runs. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it nasty. It 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 says it itself. <laughs> it's 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 such a good card. Well, and it's got he's got such a nice swing too, and I, it, it shows. It shows. I mean, Kike Hernandez. You know, if the if the Red Sox do pull off the the comeback yeah. um, and end up in the World Series, he could go down as potentially. You know, and if say if he has another World Series run, he could have one of the best. I would say postseason runs for one singular player that we've ever seen. I think I would agree with that because he started so, started out hot with the Yankees, and he's just gotten even hotter he's just gotten like, even hotter it's gotten even better I thought, yeah i thought he was playing amazing when he played against the yankees and they kicked the crap out of him and then all of a sudden he just turned it up like five more notches it's just been wonderful to watch honestly oh yeah uh so everything else uh, we'll just break down the schedule for for the last yes. week uh, we also had the uh, Bad Map Conquest. Uh, yep. You could get the postseason collection, collect 15 postseason cards for, I believe it was 25, 20 to 25,000 yes. XP. Yes. Uh, you also had the Whit Merrifield Player Program that just came out. Uh, 31 game hitting streak, milestone card, 97 yes. overall Whit Merrifield for 45,000 XP. Worth this, doing for that collection. This is uh, the card that I think is the most XP oh. that we've we've seen this year. Yeah, it is. And 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 the card's pretty decent. It's not 125 horrible. 125 contact left, 108 contact right, 61 power right, 80 power left. So again, it's just uh, it's a it's a Whit Merrifield card. Uh, 101 vision, 125 clutch, goal fielding with 84 speed. So Yeah. I mean, it, it's a decent card. I mean, I even in a lot of the moments I actually hit home runs with them. I mean, he's got a decent amount of pop. I would say that this uh, would just be strictly for me. It would just be XP. Oh, same here. That's, that's, that's definitely a reason why I would do that. Uh, yeah. Eighth inning showdown will drop this Friday. Uh, yes. Tomorrow, as we're recording, tomorrow is 10 22. Yeah. And then the final postseason event, 4 of 4, will drop on the 26th. Correct. So, so that is uh, everything you're caught up now, and then will be the show. Yes. Uh, we will move over to Major League Baseball as yes. uh, these series have have really gotten hot yeah uh, a yeah. lot of great baseball being played so far uh currently and actually this just got updated uh the Ooh. braves lead the nlcs three to two uh oh. the dodgers took tonight's game 11 to two all right so we will have a game we will have a game six um mm. i y- you gotta think that it's gonna be it's gonna be tough going back to Atlanta if if you're if you're the Dodgers, but I think we so. we shall see. Uh, ALCS Houston uh, leads three to two. So again, we could have you know a potential for Braves yeah. for Braves Astros World Series depending on uh, Boston one game three at home twelve to three. Just a little note: Kyle Schwarber hit a grand slam in that game, his third home run of the postseason. He He's continues him yeah. along with Kike Hernandez, who I believe uh, has hit a couple of home runs so far. Yes. They're both along to great tears. So oh, yeah, they're playing uh, great. A little bit, a little bit short in MLB this week. Just you know, I mean, just wanted to give you guys an line and down. I oh, mean. of course, of course. Uh, so we're gonna move into a hot topic for me, okay. which is NFL for this week, and I think we're gonna go backwards <laughs> because we're gonna start off with the Monday Night Football game because oh boy, another great primetime game. Yes, 
I agree. Uh, Tennessee Titans been great. Yeah, it really has. Uh, even you know, even phenomenal. you know, even tonight's uh, Thursday night football game turned out to be a ball game. So, mm-hmm. uh, Titans agree. take it over the Bills, thirty-four, thirty-one. Uh, interesting play call at fourth and goal. It seemed uh, the Bills decided to go for it instead of kicking a chip shot field goal to send it to overtime. As the week's gone on, I kind of understand the play call here. Uh, right. You know, you're on the road, fourth and inches. Yeah. You have one of the best quarterbacks in the in, in you know in the NFL. I agree. And you and you have the uh, highest you know the number one offense in all of football. Yeah, go for I it. Mean, I, I agree they're, with they're, it too. They're, they're four and two and going into a bye week. Yeah, and, and they're playing Miami. You know, on Halloween. So it's you, you go for again. You're still four and two. So exactly. you're still leading the division. It's I mean. And rightly so, though you were a little upset about it because it's like just no, kick I was the field goal and get the overtime. Yep, and just send it to overtime and, and let there, your offense like, exactly. And let your I understand they were trying to let their offense win it there for them. And right to the Titans' defense's credit, they they held. Right, right. I mean, it also it also did seem like that um, you know uh, uh, Derrick Henry was again a factor in oh. this game. 20 carries for 143 and three touchdowns. That is the third game this season that he has scored three touchdowns. He has gone over 100 yards in every game except week one. The guy is just a monster. And the problem was is that they started focusing him on, you know, in the second half right out of the gate. And that led open to a lot of play action pass. Uh, A lot of A.J. Brown in the second half did not have a yard going into halftime and ends up with seven receptions for almost 100 yards. Yeah. So it just just shows that how much of a factor Derrick Henry is. And and Derrick Henry, King Henry, I bow down. I will kiss the feet. I I will kiss the ring or whatever it is. You know, I'll hail (laughs) King Henry. So, dude, he's just. It just shows you when you give him the ball, what he does yeah. to a defense and what he yep. opens up for an offense. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. you said, you've been handing off to him all game. He's been pounding you, pounding you. And then you start doing the play actions in there and just mm-hmm. you're so focused on stopping him that it just opens everything else back up. It's crazy. Well, and the and the thing that was about that game is all through, I think it was the first quarter he had, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe eight yards. Yeah. And I then he started out slow. He took one seventy-three yard touchdown run, and that was mm-hmm. off to the races for him. And then he started yeah. finding holes. So, yeah. Uh, Thursday night football this past week: Bucks, Eagles. Bucks beat the Eagles twenty-eight to twenty-two. The London game: the Jaguars break the twenty-game losing streak and pick up yeah. a win over the Miami Dolphins twenty-three to twenty. The Rams ran over the Giants thirty-eight to eleven. I, I don't, oh. if you want to talk about it, we will. But if no, not, we'll, we'll just move on. That. <laughs> we can skip right uh, over that. that Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. They beat the yep. Packers. Beat the Bears twenty-four fourteen. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. That's all oh, that yeah. needs to be said. Yeah. Uh, Bengals beat the Lions thirty-four to eleven. Yeah. Uh, Colts beat up on the Texans thirty-one to three. Chiefs beat the Washington football team 31 to 13. Funny thing about this was at halftime, it was 13 to 10 Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so the football skins kind of fell apart there. Uh, uh, and again, <laughs> again, Patrick Mahomes decided, oh, wait, we're playing football. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> he decided, hey, wait, I'm Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, right. The Vikings beat the Panthers in overtime, and the Panthers another terror, uh, you know, another close loss for them. Yep. I'm still not 
sold on the Panthers just yet. I, I still think they've just I, hit a couple of rough patches. I still am kind of a believer in. I'm, I'm still a believer in Sam Darnold, but I, you know, as, as the weeks go, as the weeks go on, it's getting tougher and tougher. Also, they are zero and three without Christian McCaffrey. He's been out the last three games, so it's, that definitely yeah. shows the effect much, that Christian McCaffrey yeah. has in that offense. It's kind well, of essentially like a Derrick Henry yeah, in the Titans exactly. offense. If Derrick Henry wasn't there, I don't think the Titans win any games. So, oh God, no. Yeah, I don't think so either because there's no one that can do what either one of those two players do for their teams. Definitely. In the, I say, surprise game of the week, the Ravens beat up on the Chargers 34-6. to The Chargers did not look good in this game, which was a shock no, to me. Oh, they looked horrible. No. I was uh, very surprised by that. Cardinals can... So well. Yeah, definitely. The Cardinals continue their undefeated streak. They are now 6-0, yep. and beating the Browns 37-14. to Yep. The Raiders pick up a win of the first for the new head for the new interim head coach. They beat yep. the Broncos 34 to 24 and the Broncos their third straight loss. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys beat the Pats in a shocking wild game. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good. That was crazy. There was, I think, like 14 to 20 points scored in like 16 seconds. And then back into this insane. game. Uh, Cowboys take it to 35 to 29 on a walk off touchdown by good old C.D. Lamb. Yes. Yes. And then, uh, Sunday Sunday night football game. Ooh. This was this was closer than we thought, and I think probably we should have rethought our answer when we said last week that we thought the Steelers would uh, steamroll the Steelers because I think we forgot that it's not Russell Wilson at the helm; it's yeah. uh, good old Geno Smith. Steelers took it in overtime, twenty-three to twenty. Uh, T.J. Watt forced a fumble at the end of this game that set the uh, game-winning field goal up. Oh, he and had two a, huge a, plays in OT. He, he did. Had the oh, yeah, he did. And then he had that forced fumble right after that yeah. set them up for the win. And it was just, it was like back-to-back plays. And it was just, that's why he's the highest-paid player in the NFL right now. Like, Yeah. Uh, just a small so. note, we had the Falcons, the Saints, the Jets, and the 49ers on a bye this week. Yes. Um, so we will look ahead to this week, week seven. Uh, yeah. Thursday night football, Broncos and Browns. Now, as we're recording this, has ended. The yep. Browns take it 17-14. to 14. Teddy Bridgewater did not look so good to start this game. He started to pick it up at the end. I, I really think that they need to go to Drew Locke and and just get Teddy healthy. Uh, you can see he threw it. He threw a bad interception yeah. in the first half, and it just is all basically because he couldn't plant and get any sort of weight on that on that foot and on that foot and on that and, hamstring. So and you and you know he's fighting because he he's a competitor and he wants he is, to be there he because. He knows that he's their best chance to win a football game. Yeah. Uh, Deionis Johnson looked really good in this game, filling in yeah. for both uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah. He had a touch. They, they, the, the weird thing is the Browns in this game uh, won the coin toss, chose to receive. Yeah, that was weird. Which never happens. And then they took it right down the field and scored. So yeah. uh, another good note for the Browns, though, that both Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, uh, who were thought to not be active for this game, were both active. Yeah, and um, we're had saw some limited uh, saw some limited action. So well, it's good for them. Uh, that, that bodes well for their recovery process. Uh, Monday night football this week is Saints yeah. Seahawks in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Panthers and Giants this Sunday as well. Their uh, bye weeks are this is what is known in fantasy football this this week. By the way, is yeah. bipocalypse. Oh God! Because yeah. not only do we have six teams on a bye, uh. Three of these teams are leading their division. The Bills, yep. the Cowboys, and the Chargers. And then you also have the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Jags. Uh, you know, yep. Vikings, you got guys like Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. 
Yeah, Steelers, you got Najee Harris, uh, just just good fantasy guys. So yeah, uh, it, people it are just <laughs> yeah, yeah. People mode. people in fantasy football land are scared. Uh, myself like, included. Me too. So, <laughs> he because, saw me. I had to scramble to pick up players. Yeah, yeah. Which I in my one league I did pick up Deionis, uh, Dearness Johnson, and oh, nice. thank God I did. I love those uh, one week little rentals. Exactly. So that was really good. Uh, I think the Sunday night game this week, mind you, I don't think we had it. Let me just look it up. Uh, real I don't quick. think I did. Um, I believe. Let me check. Da, da, da. It is the Falcons, Dolphin. No, not. Falcons, it is Dolphin. the Colts and the Forty Niners. Yeah, okay. In in California, so it's going to be a good in, solid game. In the in the Landy's won the last four games against San Fran, so yeah. Yeah. We'll so see. that'll be so that'll be uh that'll be good. We're just gonna again yeah. we're just gonna gloss over some of these um Bengals and Ravens. I think this is one that needs to be talked about. I do too. because uh, this is kind of a bat I think this is the best two teams in the division right here. So far, <laughs> obviously the Ravens are five and one, the Bengals are four and two. So yeah. hopefully the Bengals can win and kind of keep that going, or maybe the Ravens can just start running away with this division. So uh yeah so that's that's nfl this week it'll be very interesting to see um you know when we start when we uh get back to our regularly scheduled recording on tuesday nights per usual uh how this apocalypse week has turned out for both you and i uh both mentally especially you having to face sam darnold and the uh the panthers and me just having to struggle to keep winning fantasy football matchups sorry the giants are on pace to get everybody right with their season so far this year there you go. There you go. So, uh, Bearded, I'll let you take it over. We're moving into a little NHL action. Ah, and uh, I'm very excited to uh, get caught up a little bit. I, I, I will be honest. I was trying to follow as much as I could. I know the Sabres are off to a hot start. Yes. But as as any Buffalo, whether you're a Buffalo Bills fan or a Buffalo Sabres fan, any Buffalo sports fan in general knows, you don't uh you know don't start you counting don't, it too early <laughs> you don't count their chickens before they hatch so uh-huh. i'll agree. uh i'll let you take it over from here and uh here we go all right so in the nhl uh with tonight's win uh the rangers improved to three one and one in the metropolitan division which moves them into second place with seven points um yes it's early in the season still um Technically, they're tied with Washington, and they played one more game than Washington. But, I mean, it's early in the year, but they're looking really good so far. And uh, Igor Shaturskin stood on his head in the second and third periods of the Toronto Maple Leafs game to keep the Rangers in this game. He is the only reason that they stole that win against Toronto because they had no business winning that game except for Shaturskin's amazing play. Um, so on this road trip that the Rangers have been on, so they're in the three games. Shaturskin is, he's, his overall record is a three Oh and one. He's looking fantastic this far, this far into the season, like this early and stuff. He just looks great. Um, on the road trip, he stopped 99 of 102 shots and that gives him a save percentage of a 0.97. That's incredible. That's, that's just crazy. And then. In his NHL career, when making 40-plus saves in a game, he is 9-0-0. Wow. But he, the more pucks this kid sees, the better he seems. And, it, it, and like, the saves that he tends to make are just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, he, he looks like a Gumby in the net. It's creepy. <laughs> um, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just... It's impressive, and I'm excited to see where this goes after, you know, considering that he's taking over for arguably one of the best goaltenders that 
has played in the past couple years here is Henrik Lundqvist. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, me as a Ranger fan, I was worried about what they were going to do at that. And then I started looking at this kid and seeing his stats over in Russia. And like he was putting up these numbers in the Russian league. Right. And then like he to come here and translate it into the NHL is impressive. Because definitely, definitely, yeah. The Russian league isn't on par with the NHL, but it took him, what was it, when he first came to the league, it took him six games to get to where he was playing in the Russian league in the NHL, which is insane. That's right. quick. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does this year and keep, keep moving forward with that. But, uh, so like boom was saying, uh, Buffalo, they they started out hot. They're three Oh and O right now. And second yeah. place in the Atlantic division behind the Florida Panthers who are also undefeated, which is, yeah. Impressive. Wild. Uh, yeah. Just pulling up some stats here. Jurgensen is leading the over team in overall points with four. Yep. Uh, they have he has two goals as well to start the season, uh, along with uh, Acaposo and Thompson. Skinner picked up a goal the other night, um, which yeah. I, I think it's really funny. And I don't know if this is just how the teams are, but I know the Sabers um, have kind of goal songs for every player. Yes, they do. And I don't know if this is like just a saber thing or if like teams actually do this. Some but, teams uh, do, some teams don't. Jeff Skinner's, just so you know, is partying in the USA by Miley Cyrus. I love it. So, that's I'm, that's I'm hilarious. Just, Jeff Skinner has automatically, and I've always loved Jeff Skinner, but he is my favorite for this year. And I want him to score as many goals as possible just God, so I can hear so that song funny. over and over. Party in the USA. They asked him about it, and he go. He, I, I think he said something along the lines of, "It's just a, it's just a good song." You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, also, Craig Anderson, the, the veteran, has a .954 save percentage, sixty-two saves so far this season. Against, uh, he's only given up three goals so far. Yeah. Um, so, pretty good start for the veteran. Uh, I was a little skeptical of Craig Anderson. Obviously, I was too. Yeah, you know, I, I thought kind of okay. The Sabers oh. are getting this guy on a declining. Uh, as yeah. his career is declining, but hopefully oh, yeah. he can keep up the good I, you work. Know, that's, that's you you can saw say. what he did in Ottawa all those years and how he was the reason that they kind of won games and got pushed mm-hmm. into the playoffs and stuff. Yeah. And then his play started to slump and you saw how Ottawa, the team they had that was around him, how bad they actually were with him declining like that. But then right. for him to come into Buffalo and kind of like have a little bit of a resurgence right now and actually playing like he is it, it's it's nice to see i really enjoy yeah. seeing that yeah and and you you like to see that in any sport where yeah. you see guys that are kind of not beloved as far as the whole sport but like beloved in a certain you know i mean ottawa loved craig anderson they really did and they probably well, hated craig anderson is a great guy i mean yeah and you know with him dealing with his wife having cancer and yeah. having to go through all that stuff that that takes a toll on somebody and yeah, like definitely. that's when his career started to go downhill when he was having to deal with all that stuff outside of hockey. And I mean, that takes a toll on your play because you're not mentally there when right. you're having to deal with stuff like that off the ice. Right. I mean, and, and you got and you got to think that, you know, for a guy that's 40 years old and in his yeah. 18th year to yeah. have the save percentage to start out. I mean, like, like I said, it's only three games so far. But just to yeah. start out hot like that, you, you kind of have more of a hope. Yeah, well, you have more of a hope that yeah. he can continue and, uh, and doing that as the season goes on. Yeah, and I was watching. I was watching actually the last few games with Buffalo, and um, it reminds me of the Craig Anderson you saw in Ottawa. So it, it, it's yeah. it's really nice to see, and he and he's and he's picking it back up, and you know, good for him. 
Um, I'm just hoping that Buffalo keeps the puck out of their own zone like they always tend to do. Yeah. So they, they always <laughs> tend to get leads and then sit on them, and then they can't get the puck out of their own zone, and that's how they lose, that's how they lose hockey games. Exactly. So, uh, well, and but, then, uh, I mean, it, it, it's been interesting so far. I mean, can't, I think, can't it's knock been it. a, it's, I think it's been a pretty good start to the season. Yeah, it, overall. It's, it's been really good so far. Um, and then, you know, moving on, like another team that I love watching because of one specific player is the Edmonton Oilers and watching oh, yeah. Connor McDavid and the things that he can do with the puck. He the, is, un, he is oh, unbelievable. Dude, and, and the speed that he does it at. I mean, he yeah. he is the he he wins. He won the fastest scare in the NHL the last two years. Yeah. And yeah. he does all these things at such a high speed on the ice. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the Edmonton Oilers, they've started out hot. They're three. Oh, and oh, I mean, that's a good start for them. And Connor McDavid well, and, is doing Connor McDavid things. And yeah. they're winning right now. Um, actually, three nothing, I believe or three to one against Arizona. Mm-hmm. In the third period, so I mean, and Connor McDavid scored again tonight. So I yep. mean, and he's he's got eight points, which is tied for the league, so uh, yeah. tied for the lead so far in uh, overall points leaders yeah. with eight. I mean, it's it's just you know you you got a guy that talented gets out to a hot start and watch out. Yeah, well, and then the other one you got to watch out for on that team is a uh, Drysital. Like yes, he yeah. he starts getting hot, and the two of them start going together. It's going to be scary. Yeah. Because yeah, and, I mean, and the, the two of them actually I see now actually are tied with each yeah. other for points. So um, it's just obviously McDavid's more of the point, more of the goal scorer uh, for that yes. team. But uh, yeah, yep. it, it, like I said, it's a very exciting start to the NHL season. I, it is. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I am. I am excited to, to catch up on a little more hockey and yep. um, see how the season unfolds for yep. uh, all the teams for the Rangers, I, the Sabers. Yes. Good old I, Connor, you know, Connor McDavid. Well, as the season goes on, too, we'll we'll keep updates on who's in first and second in the uh, divisions, and mm-hmm. we'll just kind of keep everybody informed from there. But uh, there are way too many games in between each of our. Oh yeah, there, there's no we'll way. There's no way game. that'd be we a whole podcast. To, we would have to spend an entire hour and a half on oh, just easy. talking that'd about. Be, yes. Every single game, but uh, exactly. in the Atlantic division right now, the like I said, like uh, Beard had said before, the Panthers are four and zero. The Sabers are three and zero. Panthers had the lead in that division with eight points. Yep. Uh, the Capitals are three zero and one with seven points to start out. Uh, the Rangers are three one and one with seven points. So they do have a tie of the tie of the Metropolitan Division. Yep. Uh, over in the <clears> Central, <throat> the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild are both tied. 3-0-0 with six points in the yep. Central Division. And out there in the Pacific, the uh, as we said, Edmonton Oilers and the San Jose Sharks are tied in that division at 3-0-0 with six points each. So, like I said, pretty good start to the season. Got a lot of, got a lot of uh, familiar names up at the top of the uh, divisional standings and um, one, not one not so, so a.k.a. the Buffalo Sabres. One team and, uh, that's kind of struggled a little bit is Tampa Bay. Which we thought they would when we talked Which about we, it. Yeah, you and I said in the preseason that we thought that they would, and even and as we talked yeah. about opening night last week, you and I yeah. kind of sort of figured they would struggle. Uh, you know, Stamkos is doing Stamkos things. He's doing all that he can for that as team. Left, he's doing his things, but exactly. But it's they geez, lost a lot of key players. You you can't win a hockey game with two guys. So that's that that's basically it. So yeah. um with that being said, I think it's uh that time of the that time of the podcast it here. Wow, is. This, this time seems to be flying by. I don't know I about know. you, but 
seems to I'm be flying, but we're just, we're just flying through this stuff this week. Uh, it's 100% real hot takes. Oh, yes. And boy, do we have some good ones. We got a little bit we of buy do. or sell. We got some hot takes this week. Yes. Um, and I think, would you want to, do you want to start with buy or sell? Or do you want to start with the hot takes? Let's do the buy or sells first. Perfect. All right. So we will start with the buy or sells. Uh, we're going to go right. over to gaming to start this one. Yes. Uh, you know, Call of Duty Vanguard's coming out. Uh, Chris, buy or sell Call of Duty Vanguard. So I'm I'm not I'm yeah. not interested in buying it. I, I After what's happened with the Call of Duty now and Warzone and how they've had a lackluster approach of how they've cared about everything. I don't really feel like wasting my money on a game that the developers seem not to just give a crap. Well, and, and it seems it, that yeah, it, it seems that they're more geared now not only not toward the specific titles themselves, but they're more geared toward Warzone, and they're still trying to make Warzone a thing. And it's kind of taken over all these other game titles because obviously all these new games are going to be tied into Warzone. Let's, which a game yeah. which a game that's now going to become what two two and a half three years old yep so um like i i don't mind them tying it into warzone and stuff but like from the beginning how they said warzone was how they're going to introduce the new games right. going forward from now on right like and how warzone started out it started out so great and then they just stopped caring and then like they came out with this anti-cheat and the plans for it were already leaked online Mm-hmm. So hackers are already in the game again, and they're not getting banned and stuff because they had a printout of the code and they found a way around it already. So right. it's like, right. And, and Vanguard seems to be another one of those, you know, World War kind of remakes. And just, it's just like every you know, time they do the you, World you, War you can, ones, I just, yeah, you can only, you know, yeah, you can paint a chicken, but it's still a chicken, you know. You can See, call when, a chicken or a, a cow, and it's still yeah. a chicken. Like, it's, and like it's, I it's, liked when they redid modern warfare that was amazing when they came out well yeah because that was you're not you're not just pasting a new title on the same old game like you're remaking you know modern war call of duty modern warfare like if they were to ever redo mw2 or even mw3 which i still think is i hope you know i think mw3 is top five for me but only because i I was i was pretty i was better at that game than a lot of other people um and i put a lot more time into that than a lot of other people um you know, or maybe the if they make remake Black Ops Two, you know this yeah. and that. You and I, you and I have been jumping back into zombies for a little bit, and we're having a lot of fun with that. I mean, we've been having a blast with that because it's it's so it's it's fun. You're not dealing with hackers. We're just kind of having fun, playing yeah. loose, and just right. it's been good. And it's yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, and hopefully, maybe at least Vanguard has a decent zombies mode. And I, be nice. I, st- I, I still think it's a sell for me just because, again, it, you're just pasting a new name on uh, the, the, on the same game. I agree. And that's, that's the reason just, why I haven't bought a Madden well, game okay. since Madden 20. Like it's it, you're just pasting a new name on yep. the same game and you're not doing anything to it. Right. You know, well, it's like if I wanted to if I wanted this World War aspect, I'm just going to go play like Battlefront you know, or one of the right, old World War ones. Right. I'm going to go play Call of Duty World of War from yeah. fucking 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, well, and the other thing that bothers me too with the Vanguard, like when they're integrating into Warzone, you get to have ten attachments on a weapon now, with the Vanguard weapons only. Ten attachments? That's not ten attachments on the Vanguard weapons in Warzone. I feel like that's a lot. I feel like yeah, that's a lot. in Warzone you're lot. doing that with the Vanguard. Why don't you just let 
people have attachment every attachment slot yeah that's that's for all the weapons you might as well just do it and get it over with because i feel that's the way they're heading with this new crap right and that bothers me because it's like oh now you don't have to choose now you can just put everything on that you want it it, it's stupid so we're so we're we're both a sell on this yeah i'm not buying it all right so two more buy ourselves from the nfl um yes the arizona cardinals are six and oh chris buy or sell the arizona cardinals Oh man! I mean, they haven't really played anyone. Eh. Subs- they've played a few teams substantial, but not. They played the they they beat the crap out of the Titans. They and did, they, and they beat the Rams pretty handedly. The rest, yeah, that's yeah true. you could say. I mean, these are kind of subpar team. I mean, they beat Minnesota. They beat Jacksonville, which was a pretty easy right. win. They beat San Francisco, which I think. Arizona's in a different class than San Francisco. And they I, beat Cleveland, which is a good team, but right. they beat them by more than two scores. Right. So I so I, I do think Arizona is a fantastic team. Like yeah. I'm not buying that they're gonna go undefeated this year. Like I, I yeah, no, that if, is if something it was, that's if it was, so hard if, to do. So if it was buy or sell the Arizona Cardinals to have an undefeated season, I would completely sell it. Right. Um but, but I am buying whole, the team. I'm right. buying the team. I agree. And, and buying the team as a whole, yes, because they've gotten more weapons on offense. Yes. They've got more weapons on defense. You know, J.J. Watt coming over. They've got A.J. Green now. Yeah. Uh, just And then Kyler, Kyler Murray's just you know, Kyler Murray, every week. Yeah, Kyler Murray has got more targets. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, his uh, target share has yes. gone down. But again, that's because he's got guys like A.J. Green. He's got guys like Christian Kirk. He's got a little bit of a running game with... Uh, with uh, you know James Conner resurgence yeah. and uh, you know the defense again Chandler Jones was out this past week but even still you know they yeah. they they kind of handled their business well, against Cleveland last week exactly and, you know it, it just shows that they have a little bit of depth here and they, I they do kind of want to see how far they go their next uh, their I next four to five games before their bye week the bye week's week twelve this right. weekend they play Houston then they play mm-hmm. then they have a short week they play Green Bay in Lambeau on Thursday night football and that's going to be an interesting one. And then they play in San Francisco. Then they Man. play home against Carolina, and then they play at mm-hmm. Seattle before their bye week. So, see, it'll be I think, it, it'll be interesting. I think Green Bay is going to be the, the one yeah. I'd be looking at I, mostly I think, because they've yeah. already smacked San Francisco around, and yeah. uh, Seahawks without without Russell Wilson. Oh, with Geno Smith, yeah, I, yeah, I don't it, think the Seahawks stand a chance. Team. Houston mm-hmm. is basically a college football team at this point. I, um, I won't even call and them. And Carolina is struggling. So yes, and and Arizona's playing great. So I mean, I, actually, I think that Carolina game is going to be closer if Christian McCaffrey's back, which I, I think he is scheduled to be back in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I know that they were talking about him coming back See, this past week, but that didn't yeah. turn out. See, that's uh, the obviously thing, they yeah. just put him on the IR. I so think last three, week, three week, yeah, so so three games, which I weeks. think is yeah, week nine. I think he's eligible to come back. Yes. Week nine or week ten, which that would put him in line. That would put him in line to come, to come back, back. Yeah. with the Cardinals. So, so I mean, uh, like yeah, I, said, I, like, I think I yeah. think you and I as a whole are buying the Cardinals. Um, yes, and I think that's that's a fair assessment. So, well, and and the thing is too, like Kyler Murray, even even when he has a bad game, he's doing enough to propel them to the win. Even and when he has a bad need. game, personally, and that's and all you need. You're right. Exactly. He doesn't have to be this superstar making awesome plays all the time. He, as long as he does enough to get them through, that's all that matters. I all I say is you got to win by a point, and that's all that matters. Exactly. 
a win's exactly. a win, and, and a win's a win on the on the on exactly. The board. Oh. And, and he's doing enough to do that for him, even when he has a bad game. So all right. So the final buy or sell from the NFL. Yes. The uh, buyer you buying the Cincinnati Bengals as a playoff team? Buy or sell? Sell. So, I I'm not I'm not I'm not buying them as a as a playoff contender. Yes, they're playing well. I I I get that, but I I just don't think they're gonna be able to upkeep this because. I, I just I just don't think so. I mean, they're playing the Ravens next, I believe, right? And it's yep. yeah, they play the Ravens this weekend uh, in Baltimore. I, I, I just I just don't see them stepping up, and I see them dropping down to four and three after this. And with with how young their team is, I just I don't know if that's going to be like a blow to them enough to kind of set them back a little bit like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like with uh the Raiders, you know what I mean? Like right. Raiders started out hot and they and then they got smacked in the face and they and they dropped a few. I just I hope it doesn't happen to them because it's nice seeing the Bengals play like this. Yeah. But like yeah, I just definitely. I I just I'm not buying them right now as a playoff team. If if they can keep what they're doing going and even even if they lose to the Ravens, but it's a good game and they play well, I think, yes, they'll have a potential to get to the playoffs. But this game kind of dictates, for me, where where they're going to lie for the rest of the year. So I'm going to completely disagree with you here. I am all aboard the Joe Burrow Express with Jamarvelous <laughs> Chase. T golf uh, four T Higgins uh, Joe yeah. ma- 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 Mixon and uh, Captain America Chris Evans. I mean, I am all over this team like a cheap suit. This team is, I think this team is good. I think Joe Burrow is the guy. Uh, they are going to walk into M&T Bank Stadium this weekend and kick the snot out of the Ravens because they need to because I think it's a must win, especially with the Browns winning tonight. Uh, it's definitely a must win because if they do lose this game, there's a potential that even if Pittsburgh wins this weekend, that there could be a three-way tie for second place. And I think that if the Bengals start to slip in that division, it's not going to happen. Now, am I going to say they're going to win the division? I don't think so, because I think the Ravens are going to win that division. But I will buy them as a wild card team. I can 100% see that. Uh, Again, I'm I'm aboard the Borough Express, so uh, call me a bandwagon guy because I'm (laughs) hopping on, finally. I I didn't want to hop on the Raiders bandwagon. I'm I'm like, I'm going over to Cincinnati. See you later. Well, and I'm not saying that I don't think that they're a good team. I do. It's just... This game for me kind of dictates how I think their season's going to play out. If they can be competitive in this game and and make it like a good game for them, even if they lose, yeah, I think yeah, they they could be a potential wild card team. But yeah, they they this, can't get this, they cannot get blown out this week. Right? That's if they the get blown part. out, I think it's going to demoralize them, kind of like uh, the Raiders situation, and and, and they're going to kind of drop and play a little bit for, for right, a week right. or two. Right, and they can't afford to do that. Yeah. So uh, hot takes this week. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a good one in the NFL, and okay. this has been talked about just because of the hot start that he's been off to, and okay. we'll get into some of the stats. Uh, here's a hot take: Derrick Henry will break the single season rushing record this this year. What do you think, Chris? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Just he he basically took where he started off last year. And he's continued it and kind of improved. And it's scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's scary. I, I mean, just looking at the game, uh, you know, against Buffalo. Yeah. He had 
over again, 20 carries, three touchdowns. He has now scored three touchdowns in 46% of his games. Okay. He's on pace for 2,200 yards and 28 touchdowns, which is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, even with the extra game, I mean, you could even say without the extra game this year, I think he'd do oh, it. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as he continues up the pace. The fact of the matter is, is the guy, his size on that 73 yard touchdown got up to a top speed of 21.8 miles per hour. Have you ever seen a freight train at full speed? Because you saw it. His name was Derrick Henry. Oh my! This God, guy, by the way, is single-handedly. I mean, Josh Allen did help this week, but single-handedly carrying me to a five-and-one record so far in fantasy. Oh. Uh, and he will continue to carry me all the way to the sweet promised land of the playoffs, um, and hopefully um, to a uh, fantasy football championship this year. Yeah. I was I I took Derrick you know, Henry at number two for a reason, and a lot of people <laughs> thought I was stupid, and now they're like, oh. <laughs> We see why <laughs> hey, Derrick Henry is I, I the real deal. Derrick Henry is the real deal. The guy <laughs> hit over 2000 yards last season. And I yes. look, I looked at that and I go, he's going to continue to move. And boy, this guy has, he has taken every expectation and yes. raised the bar. The, this man oh. is good. Dude. He's, he's a freak. He's a beast. I, I, I have never, like you said, like the only big man that I can think that I've ever seen run that fast and be able to keep it up is like Brandon Jacobs when he played for the Giants. Yeah. Because Jacobs ran a 4-4-40, and that man was huge. You say maybe like Jerome Bettis, but I don't know if he's ever... I don't, Bettis I don't wasn't think, even that I, fast. I, I, I don't think... I'd say I don't think Jerome ever got up to 21.8 no. miles an hour. I know I know Jacobs did at top speed. Yeah. So like... Well, maybe, maybe like a Marshawn Lynch. I think Marshawn got up there. Yeah. It, it's hard to tell because Marshawn was always such a physical runner. He'd no, his, slow down his Seattle and look for the contact. Yeah, his Seattle days. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's one play that I do want to mention, and because I think Micah Hyde is the ballsiest man in the history of the universe. Derrick Henry broke through the second level, and he could have had another touchdown, and it was between him and Micah Hyde, and he basically tackled Micah Hyde. I mean, Micah kind of took the contact and thankfully like tripped him up or something yeah. like that. That poor man got run over. Oh my god, it was horrible. I'm I'm I was surprised he didn't leave the game. Like Micah Hyde's a tough dude, and he's got some balls on him. And I tell uh, you that. if if you didn't think Micah Hyde had balls, you do now because that yeah. man, I whew. dude. Well, I'm gonna tell you, watching that, Micah Hyde's my one, hero. Remind me of the one time when back in the day when Jacobs got open in the open field for the Giants, and it was him in a corner, and he just lowered his shoulder and just <laughs> destroyed him. It looked like an explosion. Well, because you, you see what he's done over the last couple of years. I mean, even the last time that Tennessee played Buffalo last year, you know, know, obviously everyone knows what happened to Josh Norman. And it happened know. again, too, by the way. And I don't remember who exactly it was, but he stiff-armed another, another Buffalo build oh. to the ground. And I'm pretty sure it was a defensive tackle. Yeah. Um, and well, that just shows it? Have you seen how good his training for the stiff arms? Oh, he yeah, he's stands nuts. on a ball. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he, just, he has teammates. Yeah. Try and push him off the ball and he stiff arms him. Yeah. And they can't knock him off the ball. So that's, that's scary. <laughs> so that that is the uh Derrick Henry portion of this podcast. Uh, all right. Um, so I got I, I got mean, one for you in hot takes too, man. All right, all right. Oh man, okay. So you ready? Yeah. It's about it's about your sabers. Yeah, that's okay. That's gonna be a quick the answer. Buffalo Sabres will make it into this year's playoffs. No. No, <laughs> and that's you, only you because, and that's only because they have not shown me anything over the last few years that would make me believe that they would 
are going to make the playoffs. Would I be happy if they made the playoffs? Obviously. Do I think so? No. Something's going to happen at some point. I mean, they're playing Boston tomorrow night. Uh, You know, they're going to run into these good teams. And if they don't continue to play like how they're playing, it's going to be some trouble for them. Uh, You know, and again, Craig Anderson needs to continue. If, If Craig Anderson even starts to slip, that could be the end all be all for this team because their backup goalie is is kind of an inexperienced uh you know youngster and it's it's just it, it's all going to lean on Craig Anderson's play. Yeah. You know, the the offense will score goals when it can, but realistically Craig Anderson has to keep these in a low scoring affairs. He's got to, you know, he's got to get these 0-0 tight, you know, he's got to win these shootouts. You know, yeah. win these, you know, win these OT games, and yeah. it's it's going to be a tough grind for Buffalo. And you know yeah. what? If they can continue to do that and play with the heart uh, that the young team so far has shown me that they can play with, and they can play smart hockey, maybe. But I just don't right. see it. I just don't no, see it like after said, after being like, yeah. after being called the dumpster fire of the NHL last season. I don't <laughs> I don't see it so far. I mean, I hope they, they, they I hope they, a fire sale. So I mean, yeah, they got and I hope they and, brought in and people, I hope so. and I hope at the end of the year I can title that that episode. Boom! It's the biggest set of words that you know. <laughs> I eats words volume seventy seven. You know, because that's know. apparently all I seem to do on this podcast. But well, uh, and and I'm with you though because it is early in the season. And exactly. And I mean, they played Montreal, who's 0 and 5 and can't seem to get off the schneid. Um, right. They beat Phoenix in a shootout yeah. 2 to 1. In, in a I shootout, mean, exactly. And, and Phoenix is in a rebuild mode, too, like Buffalo. So, right. I mean, right. yeah. They, and have, then, they haven't played. They haven't played anybody yet. Vancouver is a decent team, though, and they beat Vancouver 5 to 2. So, yeah. It, 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 that wasn't a horrible game for them because Vancouver was in the playoffs last year. But I, I think I think uh, I think Boston's going to be the telltale to start. I, I agree with you. I think even that's going to be even if they lose, but they show that they're playing good hockey. You know, maybe right. a goal slips in, you know, off a tip in right. or something like that. You know, say they lose like two to one off a tip in right. goal. Like I'm fine with that. But you know, if they get blown out like six to one, it's like okay, you know, right. back to back to same old Buffalo. So right. I mean. <sighs> And it also, like, even if they do get blown out, it, it, it really depends on their very next game because they play the very next day exactly. against New Jersey. So it kind of depends on, too, if they do get blown out, right? how quickly they rebound if they just jump right back in and start playing good again. Exactly. So, so like, uh, like you said, it's going to be important these next few here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So um, so the final little hot take we'll do here, it's about your guy, Igor. Igor Shatushkin. All right. Uh, so you think that uh, this year, he's going to be in the running to win, uh, to win the Vesna. What do you think? If he keeps playing like he is right now, I think so. I think he has yeah. a very good shot at winning it the way he's hmm. playing. He just has to keep up this play. And I mean, from what I've seen, even in the loss that he had, I mean, his stats are quite impressive this year. Like, I can't, like, it, it just, he's he's good. And it's it's impressive for me to kind of look at him and just go, Oh Jesus. Like, I can't believe that he's playing like this. Cause like, you know, like I said, he's three, um, three Oh and one. And, uh, this year he has a goals against of a 1.47. Right. Uh, let's see. He has, uh, let's see his shots against are 128 total. And Mm -hmm. he has a save saved, um, 122 of them. So he has a, 0.953 
save percentage right now so far. Which is pretty good, yeah. Which yeah, I mean, that's that's, like, that's pretty good so far to start. That, that's good to start. And like he's played two hundred and forty five minutes in those games. So I mean, he's played a lot of minutes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this road trip, he just kind of shut teams down, going with you know making ninety nine saves out of one hundred and two shots with that. 0.97 save percentage is just right. impressive. Right. And like like I said, him the way he played against Toronto, he's the only reason the Rangers won that game. They had right. no business winning that game. Right. So if he keeps playing like he is right now, I think he's gonna be be in the voting at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope I, he is. I mean, yeah, nice. and it's all about building off the the early start. Right. You know, right. if if you can come out to a hot start and, and fizzle, you know, it, it's a lot of guys like that will come out to a hot start and then fizzle out as the season goes on. Right. But if he really wants to keep the Rangers in these games and give the Rangers a chance to make the playoffs, yes. uh, you know, he's it, it's it, like I said, with the with the Sabres and it all leaning yeah. on Craig Anderson, Igor yeah. Shaturskin is going to tell you whether or not the Rangers are going to make the playoffs this year. He's going to have to stay consistent. Yeah, you know what? Every goalie has a bad night, but he has to bounce back on those those nights where he gives it three, four, five goals. You know, he has to bounce back and shut those teams out the next night. And, you know, hopefully he has, you know, he saw what Lundqvist did, got a little bit of that, and... Hopefully, he can continue of, doing what he did, the, what he's been doing. Yeah. Well, the thing about Shatirskin is he's so calm in that. And like, I was actually watching an interview. They were asking Lundqvist about Shatirskin, and he said, "You know what? His big benefit is is he doesn't get rattled. He's very calm and collected. And if a goal goes in, he just goes in. Eh, okay, whatever. Next shot. Right. Yeah. And that's it's, and it's, it's, said that's going to serve him well going forward." It's kind of like that mentality of it happened in the past and I can't control it. it exactly. Happened. All I can let's, move, let, let's is, move on. Right. Let's move on. Coming next. Exactly. Right. And yeah. I think it's going to be interesting moving forward, like you said, to see if he can keep this play up. Um, because when you talk to like other like GMs in hockey and stuff, like when they draft a goalie and mm-hmm. like they have a good goalie that they, you know, they expect a goalie to steal at least. 10 games a season for you. Right. Right. Where they had no right, where the team had no right winning. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, I'm hoping I really am, but, um, I I think he has a good shot as long as he can keep this up. Sounds good. We'll, uh, definitely, obviously you'll be keeping an eye on him going forward and I'll definitely be keeping my eye out for him. And so with the listeners, uh, so that's going to do it for hot takes, uh, this week. And that is going to do it for another episode of hundred percent real with bearded and boom guys. If you have any hot takes or anything and you want to let us know, let us know how the podcast is doing. Tweet at us at bearded and boom. You can also tweet it. Chris and I at boom shakalaka and bearded Spartan. Follow us on Twitch. We're usually live, uh, Usually throughout the week. I know yep. you're live Monday through Friday. I'm generally yes. live Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and yep. uh, throughout the week when I can. Uh, but that'll do it for a uh, another episode this week. And wow, that's, that seemed to fly by. I'll tell you <laughs> what, did. that was a lot of fun. Um, it was. Again, thank you guys so much for the support. Yes. Uh, we seem to be growing every week, and that's really exciting because yes, uh, Chris and I Chris and I love doing this. Yes, and uh, we will be back to regularly scheduled uh, podcasts next week. We're going to record yep. Tuesday. It should be out Wednesday. Yep. Uh, this one's going to go out as soon as we get done here. I'm going to throw it in the quick edit and put it out. So uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening if you're still here. And uh, we hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.